Welcome back, world. Podcast with another episode for y'all. Clip is in the building. Rod here. AD. And today, we got an interesting topic. We're going to go into uh, co-parenting. As you guys know, I got a beautiful baby girl, four-year-old. <laughs> and uh, to to talk about co-parenting, we brought on uh, my baby mom. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we brought on a special guest, Staffer. Is in cousin. the building with us, Ad's cousin. Yes, Ad's cousin. Yes. Hi, world. <laughs> <laughs> I am so nervous. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's, all it's all good. I just don't want to say too much. You You're know? good. You're good. The convo will flow. The convo will flow. Yes. So we're gonna talk about co-parenting today. Um, my experiences, kind of, kind of the things that I've been through. Um, and then Stafford, we'd love for you to share too. I know Ad has a million questions. Yes, I'm uh, going to speak on behalf of all the moms. Um, oh, I'm have, not speaking on behalf of all the, <laughs> all the dads. Um, I shouldn't say all moms because every situation is different. Um, I have two unique situations, so I can speak on what I go through because everybody has a personal experience when dealing with this specific issue. For sure. So, yeah, I'm a voice. Bet. <laughs> and I, I think this is going to be a good episode to just talk about a lot of some of the um, some of the general questions that that we have, especially with the media, like I was talking with you earlier today, Rod, like, you know, when you hear about like celebrities with kids and, you know, neglecting their kids and stuff like that and kind of what does that impact, especially as, you know, black fathers in particular, like how does, how does that make, you know, something like that may weigh on you. Um, so just being able to kind of have some of those conversations as well. Definitely. I also want to say that I don't want to make, I don't want to speak in a sense where, as a mom, um, we have a more important role. I think a lot of people don't realize how equal parenting is. It's a mom and a dad job, <sighs> and dads have just as much rights. I have to say it, Rodney, because you know I feel I'm strong. I know, I know. Dads have just as much rights as mom. The only difference between the two is we had to carry them and physically feel the difference. My baby daddy tells me all the time he carried all my kids first. And I have to agree because it came from the dad. Oh, <laughs> it started there. And uh, we just, we just, what is it? We cook them, we nutrition them, we carry them, and then we birth them. We have the hardest part of the job, but our job is equal in a sense. <laughs> I'll say when they're here, it's a different, it's a different story. Okay, well, well, let's get started with that one right off the top. When we talk about um, in terms of the responsibility. Safi, you're saying that it's a little bit, it's equal. Yes. A lot of people will disagree with me. What are your viewpoints? Um, So, (laughs) I'm going to give you a long answer. So, like, my situation is that my daughter and I are not together. My daughter's daughter's mom, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. My daughter's mom and I are not together. And um, she lives up in Lowell. And um, she is the... She's the primary, so my daughter lives with her, and I get her every other weekend. So, in order for me to even get her to have her every other weekend, we had to go to court to figure it out. Sometimes it does. A lot of times, you don't necessarily have to go to court if you and your your um, your child's parent can other parent can figure it out. That's dope. If not, then it's typically not so easy. And from a male's perspective, it's it's even harder to ha- to be able to have 
anything that you may want, like even like in the little least bit of the sense, like for me to get her every other weekend, it was a battle. You know, see, that's what I find so unfair, and that's why I have to say that mom and dads have equal rights because it's unfair. You're going to bring the decision of how your child is going to be raised and the time that's going to be spent because a daughter or a son needs mom and dads equally. You don't need a mom more than you need a dad because you're a daughter and same vice versa. You don't need a dad more. You need them both equally. And it sucks that a lot of situations have to be brought to court and have a complete stranger that doesn't know you, the mom, the dad, the child knows nothing, but they're just going based off what they think the is fair. Law, right? Yeah, right. The, what they think is fair and what they think your child is going to need, and that's what sucks about this whole co-parenting thing. But I didn't want to take it there, but I'm in the same situation with one of my kids. I had to go to court, and they had to tell me what had to be done and how my child had to be raised. But can you make the all right? So here's my first question. Right? <laughs> I. I didn't even answer your question, but <laughs> go ahead. You did in a way. You did. Go ahead. Yeah. My so, all right, right off the top, my first question, we see it all the time, whether it's, you know, TV shows or, you know, um, people that we know personally, we hear it all the time. Once you go to court, you know, it sucks. It's, it's, it's an ugly battle, this, that, and the third. I'm not questioning that. But can you make the argument that in going to court, it does provide concrete structure that can't be changed because i mean if you think about it you may have an i may have you know i may have a child with somebody and i may have a verbal agreement whatever it is with the child's mother mm-hmm. but you know it's three months down the road a year down the road two years down the road they may switch up so mm-hmm. can you make the argument that you know what they give you in court um, like the court order i don't even know what to call it um the court order assignments i guess mm-hmm. you could say um can you say that it does give you that concrete, well, you can't change on this because legally this is what was given? Um, I'll let you can, answer first. Can, can I answer go that? Um, only because that's exactly what I had to go through. So just a little background. I have three girls. Um, Soraya, who's 10. Amaya, who's 3. And Rosie, who's almost 8 months. Rosie and Amaya have the same dad. And then me and Soraya's dad are not together. And she has her own dad. So Rosie's my goddaughter. <laughs> that's why I yes. want to know that. Um, I'm about to call Gap Kids for a contract. <laughs> She's so sweet. <laughs> so with Soraya's dad, we were together for, now I forgot, I think five and a half years. If he hears me, he'll probably kill me if I'm wrong. <laughs> um, and we actually broke up right, right after Soraya turned one. So I've been going back and forth for nine years. And we didn't get into the court system until Soraya was seven and I was pregnant with my first child with my current boyfriend now. Um, and for years, we thought we had it together. But it comes to a point where we both have different views. We just... It sucks that I have to say this, but like hate builds mm-hmm. for right. each other when you're trying to raise a kid. Mm. Um when you're not together? Yeah, when you're not together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even when you are together, because I'm in both situations. Like, there's days where I just, like, want to give it up, and I'm just like, you know what? It might be better for us to just be in separate households trying to raise these kids. But because I've dealt with it already, it's much harder. 
Um, so my oldest daughter, from when she was nine months old, she would go to her dad's, even though we was together every weekend. It's been that routine for till this day. It's still that routine because I have to go to court and get it in court papers. But <laughs> right. that is going to continue to be the routine. Right. Um, it's it's not because we didn't want to agree. It's just everybody was trying to change things. Like everybody was trying to take control. Because it goes back to me being a mom, I feel like I have more rights than her dad. And that's not because I wanted to do it that way. It just comes natural. You just feel like because you're the mom, because you gave birth, you get to say more. It just comes natural. We all have it in us. Like, And that's where he was trying to piss me off, lack of a better term. Piss me off because he didn't want me to have that control. He wanted to have a say. He felt, and that's because of me telling him he has just as much right as a dad. He felt like he could do things his way and throw me all off. And it literally was one situation that ended us up in court. was him going to school and trying to change all my daughter's emergency contacts. Mm. Wow. That's what brought us to court, yes. Wow. Damn. Like me, his people? or Yes, because just... I'm the mom, so I fill it out. My name, his, he's the dad. My parents are the emergency contacts. You know? So real quick, Saifa. Are you the one signing her up for school and bringing her to yes, school throughout the week? Exactly. And he was not part of that process. No, he was absolutely a part of that he process. He was. Okay. Yes. Okay. And that's what I'm saying. Like I, you know, it was where my dad was bringing her to school because I had to work, and he would pick her up. So it was. Okay. It was never like I said. It was never something that we couldn't fix on our own. Right. But because pride's now gotten involved and in y'all this are one not together situation, at this point. huh? At this point, you guys are not together. No, this is we years not right. together. We're gotcha. both in a relationship, and I was pregnant at this point too. Um. Because when I was going through court with the custody, I was pregnant with my second daughter. I was mm-hmm. about four months pregnant when this situation happened. And, yeah, mm-hmm. sucks. Sucks. You're already having hormones all over the place. <laughs> and then this person is trying to just stress you. Because it's your child. Right. Like, I have to fight for my kid no matter what. It's just a natural instinct in me. Like, you're not going to come just take my kid. I'm going to just lay on my back and be like, okay, you know, it's right. fine. When I've already had to suffer up until this point because you as a mom she lives with me i have to worry about who's going to watch her Mm -hmm. if i have to do anything he doesn't have to worry about that except on the weekends and most jobs are off on the weekends so you're just gonna you're you're the fun dad and it comes natural going to dad's house is the fun place like you're going out the whole time (laughs) mom has some discipline because you live with mom you have a bedtime at mom's house on the weekends you don't and you're at dad so it's it just seems fun um back to the topic so He's changed the whole emergency form thing. And now, when I did it, his parents didn't have any, like, permission to dismiss her or anything like that. Right. Um, I should also say we did have, like, a little back and forth where he wasn't allowing my daughter to talk to me when they, she was over there. And my daughter let me know that. So, I was, like, being petty. Wait, We're not going to go When he was... When she was at her, her dad's father's house. house, she couldn't call you. She, They wouldn't let her pick up the phone and wow. stuff like that. She was telling me that. So, so I felt some like type legal? of way. So I was like, this following weekend, you're not going to go over there. So um, he ends up... I don't know. He had nothing to do with it. His mom just felt like she can go and dismiss her from school. And my dad just happened to be about a minute late to go pick her up this day. So he's calling me, and I'm at work, panic, like, oh, my God, I was only one minute late. I don't know what happened. She's not here. Wow. So naturally. So they, the school let them the Let his, his mom dismiss her. And she was, and not, she was on not on the. She was now. I didn't know oh. she was. Oh, he so had he had changed. already changed everything. Because okay, okay. I didn't know. So he had already figured out whatever. Got you. So. Um, Damn. 
This my dad calling me at work, telling me he doesn't know where my daughter is, and my dad was responsible for picking her up, and he's late. You know, he's worried. One minute, you're thinking the worst. So, my natural thing is, if mom doesn't know where child is, then let me call dad. Of course. Because anybody else that has permission to not ask me to do anything is dad. Call, if he doesn't know who, where she is, now I'm really freaking out. So, I call him. He had no idea that his mom had dismissed her. Mm. Oh, my god. So, now I completely flip out. So now I'm really, and the whole time, I'm like, I'm thinking the worst. Because it was literally, she was probably, I didn't know what she was for a solid 45 minutes. And as a mom, that felt forever. All right. So I'm call, my dad's calling me panicking. Now he doesn't know where she is. The dad doesn't know where she is. Nobody knows where she is. And I'm calling the, his house phone where his mom was at with her. And nobody's picking up the phone. Mm. So I'm not, there's no confirmation that she's there. Right. So... Now I leave work because I'm like, you know what? I can't do anything in Boston. She was in Brockton at the time. This okay. is when she was still trying to finish school. This is when I first moved out to Boston. I drive from work in Boston all the way to Brockton, blowing up the house phone because I've already talked to dad. He doesn't know where she is. Talk to her uncle. He doesn't know where she is. My dad is freaking out in Brockton at the school. My dad did not leave the school. I told him to stay at the school in case of course. she's missing there. Right. So now I'm... What, yeah, what she's like around or right, right, just looking for him. So he stays there. And my boyfriend now hears me packing because I call him crying. Still pregnant. Keep that right. in mind. All the damn, all this while <laughs> pregnant. Crying. I drive from Boston. And this was rush out because school gets out at three. Yeah. From Boston to Brockton, blowing up his house phone. And nobody's picking up the phone. So I'm right. like, this is the only place that I haven't had a voice. Right. To tell me that she's not there. Right. So I have to call this place. And it brings me goosebumps just thinking about it because it pissed me off so much. Like, I literally thought I lost my kid. Right. (laughs) And I get to the house, and his mom opens the door like, oh, she's here, she's fine. With the house phone that I was blowing up. Oh, my God. (laughs) In her hand. No. (laughs) It would have been a fight. I would have been I called her every name in the book, I must say. But now, I'm like, how did this happen? How did the school... How did the school allow this to happen and not call me or her dad to ask for permission? So I take myself to the school to figure it out. Because now my blame is the school. Right. And it was like, they showed me the emergency form, him crossing everything out and redoing it over. Oh my God. Weeks prior. And I'm like, how does this happen? And it was like, do you have any legal documents saying that he shouldn't have done this? And that's okay. So we don't. There's no legal. He has just as much rights. In the legal system, as I do, because he signed the birth certificate and I signed the birth certificate. Right. And so that means he's fifty and I'm fifty, and that's what it is. Like mm-hmm. the, you can't, you can't. In the school's tell, eyes, they're not even looking at it any, any legal anything. Right. Because, they don't do any due diligence. It's right. just this is mom and dad. Because so parents who do have legal documents and who you know, dads right. have been put on restraining orders. So has a mom. Yeah. Those are things you bring forward right from the beginning. Yeah. This person shouldn't see Should my kid. Yeah. If I didn't say anything like that, so why would they assume? Of course. They're, to them, me and dad are happy in a relationship at home taking care of our yeah, child. Yeah, they have no clue. They have no idea of the backstory. So that f- from that moment forward is when I realized that I had to take it to the law. Mm. Meanwhile, he I, I'm at his house calling his mom all type of names. He done pulled up, heard me saying all that. <laughs> right. I went to the school. Meanwhile, he went to court. He had already knew what he was going to do. Wow. So he knew what was coming. Right. Okay. So he, he knew how angry I was. He knew how angry I was. Huh? He did this before you could? So listen to the story. So he knew how angry I was, and he had already. I my he story was, was upset. Deep. <laughs> nope. My shit is light. He was upset because of how upset I was. 
Right, yeah, just he trying did, to match. He didn't the, see my point of view. Again. He's just trying to match the energy. He was almost scared that, like, damn, now I'm about to lose some power. Right, because because of what happened, and he knew yeah. that his. I I, I feel deep inside, he knew his mom was wrong, so he had to protect himself. Right. So after the school tells me I have to go get this on legal document, I went to court just to do just that. Say that I am the primary custodian of my daughter and oh, listen. There was nothing more. Not nothing more. I wasn't trying to get child support. I wasn't trying. I just 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 that. But to do all that, you got to go in front of a judge. And I'm being and mind you, still pregnant, crying in court. Right. I'm calling my boss because I now I'm missing work. Right. I left work, and I'm now I'm gonna have to miss another day because they're telling me to come back. Because you got to pay to get these legal documents. You got to go in front of a judge. Oh, all yeah. that. So you go, you fill out the documents. Then you have to go in the next day to sit in front of a judge. Here I am calling my boss, crying, calling my boyfriend, crying, calling my parents while I'm waiting to see a judge. Finally get in front of a judge. He goes, Miss Pina, you have to take this to Brockton Courthouse because you have a warrant out of there. They've been looking for you. For the last two days. What, what? the fuck, Stephanie? <laughs> yes. Nah. This should be a movie. So I now call my dad because I didn't drive to court. My dad dropped me off to stay with my daughter right. at home to figure out because we didn't know what was going on. This is a war that was in, like that was starting that I had no idea about. Like it's like going to a fight without fight material. <laughs> right. When you go to when you go to a fist fight with like a. No, when you go to a gunfight with, with a knife. knife. With a knife, right. So, here I am. In front, I start crying in front of the judge. And I'm coming down, like, come get me. I have to go to Brockton Courthouse. They're waiting for me. And he said you have 45 minutes to get there. They were literally, he was, he's been going back and forth two days. Mind you, I went out. This was my second day in the court and his third day at the court. That's one so of the things that people sleep day. on. Right. Is the amount of power these judges have, especially in these custody cases. These judges can do and say whatever the right. fuck they want. Right, that's why I said it. And it's, it's just, you got to ride with it. And this is somebody that knows nothing about our situation. Right. And it's all, honestly, he got there first, so he looked like the better, better parent. Of course. That's all it was. So here I am freaking out, like, I got a warrant, because they, supposedly they weren't looking for me the day before. But I was at the courthouse doing these papers. But you didn't show up to the Right, to so the court, supposedly so. they had gone and summoned me or something. So now I have a warrant outside of Brockton. I rushed to Brockton. He's there. He's there already. He of was course. there waiting for me. But he never hipped you to anything. Nothing. It was just happening. Nothing. The, okay. the only way they knew is because I guess they had called the Brockton court because my daughter, technically, her address is out of Brockton mm. because she was going to school in Brockton. Right. So that's what her primary residence was because that's how I filled up the forms. So that already gave him more rights. He's in the right court. I'm not. I went to Stone because that's where my parents lived. And that's where I thought her primary residence was. That's a whole other thing that people sleep on, right. too, is the right. district you're in, where right. you live, where you had the kid, the proof. all of that. And that's the thing. I thought my district, where I lived, where I had my kid was stolen, that's where she's from. So right. Stolen. But no, the nope. moment she starts school, the address you put for school, that's the proof they have. Because mm-hmm. she doesn't have a license. She doesn't have anything. The only right. proof is the school. So I rushed down to Brockton. And at this point, I'm distraught. I'm crying, I'm, you know, all over the place. And I get, they bring me right in front of a judge. It's like I had just gone out the cop car and I was going to hearing. They brought me. They was like, oh, Stephanie. They knew I was coming. Right. Because the other court had told them. Brought me right in front of the thing. Still distraught. They give me a form to fill out. To, like, my name and my address. Because I was so all over the place. I, I myself, lived in Boston at the time. I put my mom's and dad's, like, address, city and state, I filled out as Boston. Okay. Because I made that mistake, the judge took my kid away from me that day. Nah, <laughs> <Yeah>. bro. <laughs> the judge shit. said I was lying. And mind you, this is 
May 1st. You guys know Mother's Day is in May. Right. Mm. They take her away. And now, ego. Right. He's like, give my effing kid. It's mine. Y'all see it. Judge told me. You ain't that's, ready to be a mom. That's some shit. Because he, he yells at me like, oh, you're lying already on court papers. You're not fit to be a mom just because of that. Right. And because he got there first, he had just as much rights as me. So my dad had to go drive my daughter to her dad's house because now he has legal custody. 100%. I got chills here. <laughs> so they sent me back to court a week later. And now I'm all together. Mind you, at this point, I was at work. Like, F this. I don't, like, I can't believe the law is crazy. Da, 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 da. But I was like, you know what? I got to get into fight mode. Like, he's bringing me to court. So how did you get into fight So I got ready. I Because he goes to court saying that I'm not ready to be a mom. I'm taking his kid away from him. How I'm old is she at this point? Seven. Okay. Yeah, no, she's six, sorry. She's about to be seven because it's right before her seventh birthday. So he's telling, because they give you the what he went to court and complained about. Right. I'm not mentally stable to be a mom. I've been taking his kid away from him. All this and all that. And that he's had, because in the law, if the dad has lived with the child for three consecutive months, he considered, he's considered the primary. And mind you, this is all is stuff there... I Googled to get ready because I had to inform myself now in what the custody law is and what my rights are. Is there a period of time where you like, couldn't file like did you have to wait a certain amount of time after this happened to do it again no this is all going at the same time because uh, once yeah. i'm in there i'm in there you gotta oh, wow. so okay. i'm so they take There's her no... away because at the moment they see me not fit to be a mom so they took her just that day to answer and your question Eddie, school... there's no holding period Right. Yeah, but like, so it's once just, he has her, is it like, oh, I can't go back to court for no? So they time. gave her just for the moment until the next court. Date. Oh, okay, okay. You, so that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. yeah. So that's and if you wanted to file anything in between that, you could. Okay. But right, you right. gotta understand that that also is another process. So Which, until they figure out what's going on current, then they'll pick up the second case. Right. Or whatever. So they gave her to him because technically that's where her school was closer to his house. Right. You know, and he filed first, so he got her until they figured out. So we go to court, I think it was a week later, and like I said, I was getting ready. He said that I wasn't letting him see her, and, you know, I just seemed not fit to be mentally stable to take care of her. So because I save everything, key <laughs> thing in this, I had text messages from 2007 when she was born. Jesus, Of arrangements. I know, what? That I made <laughs> on Facebook, text messages. Everything. I went into it all, printed it all out. He said that he's had her for years. She's in first grade. I brought up first kindergarten, first day of school picture at my parents' house. And first um, first grade school pictures. And then pictures of birthdays that I threw by myself. Printed out my pay stuff to show that I solely pay her health insurance by myself. And has never asked him for money. Also, want to say that up until this point, I've never asked him for money. <laughs> like all I expected from my baby daddy was to spend time with her because money can't buy time. That's facts. key facts. facts. Like all you need to do is see her on the weekends. Don't right. let. Don't tell my daughter you're gonna pick her up on Friday and show up on Saturday. Right. That's the only expectation he had was to pick her up when he said he was gonna pick her up and drop her off when he was gonna drop her off. Cause that's she's a girl. She needs her dad. Like, and that's another key thing too. I didn't raise. I don't raise any of my kids on emotions. I think that's a big thing that a lot of people do is raise their kids on emotions. So, yes. So, I keep going off topic. So, then court comes. I got all my stuff ready, you know. And... Did go it even on. matter? Like, all that stuff, did it... 
it the only thing I honestly had to pull up was like text messages for showing that I was making arrangements, like okay. cons- being consecutive with letting him see her. It was only a, a little period, and then prove. I didn't even have to use any of that to prove that I had her because they did ask for my dad and my sister to be witnesses. And they vouched that we, we've all, my family has helped me take care of her, not him and his family, like he was saying. So um, we go to court, all this happens. Literally a week later, all this has to happen. Like they was like, no, we're going to make a decision right away because this is, this is crazy. Because we haven't. They try to the figure help. it out that day. Right. They, they don't, tr- the only time they'll like, if you literally, so if you, before you even get to a judge, you'll, you'll see a mediator. Mm-hmm. And if you can't figure it out with a mediator, they'll bring you to a judge, uh, de- depending on how severe the case is. So if you go straight to a judge, like, you're going to figure out something right Well, there we did there. the mediation and the judge thing the same day. Yeah, so, that's how it is. Yeah, right. So they, we went in front of mediator. The difference between both of us was he wanted full custody and me to pay him child support. And then I take her on the weekend. All I wanted is was for it to say, I didn't ask for no money. I was like, it just needs to stay the same because this is what she knows. Like, how are, is any judge going to argue me trying to keep routine the same? Meanwhile, he's trying to change routine. Right. And his story behind that was he's had her this way the whole time. So that's why I needed to prove, no, you have it. Like, she's been with me. You've just been a dad. I know that sounds bad, but that's basically what he was doing. You I'm taking so many shots right now to the heart. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. But yeah, like, that's what it is. Like, you know. Especially if he's right. the one saying he's been doing more. He's right. Like, nah, he's, that's like, the thing. He was, he was throwing shots at me. Yeah. And that's the ugly truth behind cold parenting because when it comes down to it, it gets ugly. You got you look at him like, oh, yeah. I'm mentally disabled? Right. What are you talking about? Right. I can't take care of her. Show me the receipts. Right. I need to know how much money you sent us. That you feel so entitled right, right now. That's, yo, that's a serious life. That's petty. And because, that's petty. And because of that custody battle is why we can't even be in the same room today. Wow, really? Yes, we can't even. And people and family members tell me, like, I don't see how you hate each other so much today when you were so in love with him. Right. Ten years ago. Which is a, a, one of my couple questions. Yeah, like, I was. And that's what it is. And it's so sad how that's, much. That's we hate deep. each other. My situation was was not like that. It was difficult because I was also really young. Right. You and tr- my boyfriend's situation are a lot alike. And we talked about this before. Yeah. Like, and that's why I can relate in that as the other woman. <laughs> it was definitely difficult. And um, for me, my thing was I felt like I my mindset was, yo, just do what you need to do. And things will fall in place. <laughs> and um, I was going like two years, trooping it up, you know, only getting really like an hour to go see my daughter. But just in the space that I was given, which was like her room, that was really it. And so when I started to like, you know, I was I was still in school. And when I was wrapping up, it was like, all right, Rod, it's time for you to like be a man, bro. Like, you got to own the fact that you have a kid. You have to own the fact that this is what your rea- reality is. And so I was like, yo, I need to start bringing her home. So, like, what's up? And um, at this point, there was no, there was there was nothing. It was just, this is what we were doing. And um, I'm, I'm lying, actually. I'm lying. So, <laughs> uh, after she was born, after she was born, she was like, we're doing child support. And I was like, wait, what? Like you oh, hit child support. I also want to say, even though I didn't ask for money, in the law, 
they feel like if you want time, you got to pay money too. Like that's basically what it is. They'll, yeah, that that whole just that whole process just trickles the moment like once the government knows you guys are not together, it just kicks off. But she was like, she was letting me know like she that's what she was doing. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was just kind of like. And did you agree with that? No, I didn't agree with Morally, that at all. You didn't agree, you didn't agree with that. Out of college? What are you asking? No, I didn't. I didn't agree with it at all because it was it was unnecessary because. You didn't agree with what the child support? child support. I didn't agree with it at all. I didn't one. I got. I, like I said, I didn't most have, men don't agree with child I didn't have they a think clue. it's unfair. I didn't have a clue. <laughs> They'll tell you that in the court too. They say it's it's always too much for the guy and not enough for the kid or for the mom, right? But for me, the the but again, I was trying to be as fair as possible. For me, I didn't like it because it was I didn't find out that I was going to be put on child support until I was signing my daughter's birth certificate. That day in the hospital, I'll never forget the day I was with my nigga Harry, and me and H are there, and I'm signing the birth certificate. She, was, she turned her and was like, "Yeah, we're going to put you on child support." You know what's so crazy? And I was like, what? Because, um, you know, when I did this whole custody thing, I Googled so much stuff. Um, if the moment you sign the birth certificate as a dad, you're basically saying you're taking on all responsibilities. So even if you don't have to go through a paternity, a DNA um, you don't have to test, if you've already signed the birth certificate. Right. If you didn't sign the birth certificate, you automatically have to take a DNA. Yeah, test. the judge will. Well, not the. I don't want to say the judge, but the courts will kick that process off if you don't sign the birth certificate. Right. Not to go tell all baby daddies not to sign birth certificates, right. but you know, <laughs> I but, think that's important too. Yeah. No. It's it was huge because up until that point, I didn't know what I could and couldn't do. Right. So so let me ask my next question. Right. In terms of, and I don't want to stay on the child support thing, but it's. Um, Something that I want to ask: Do you feel like, obviously, you know, financially, mother and father, you have to be able to support your child? Do you feel like, and maybe that's changed now, but in that time, did you feel like, you know, we could find a better method financially to support your daughter instead of just, well, let's just do the standard child support and it is what it is? Absolutely. I mean, so when. My mindset was, if you are saying you need to be on child support, you're putting me in a box. So we had already had, we had already had a... a what do you a, mean a box? What kind of box? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll explain that. So we already had a situation lined up where we had a bank account, I was putting money in it, and even my parents were contributing to it too, right? After they got over the fact that I was having a child. <laughs> and, you know, it was way more than what the child support was. But I'm not about to... If you spring on the fact that you have to pay child support, this is where the box comes in. You're just saying you you are trying to control how much I can contribute to my mm-hmm. kid's life. And this is it. And you have no choice or if and or buts about it. Because you're not giving me any options. What if I want to give more? Or what if I have to give a little less and give more I later? I think that's what makes the whole co-parenting thing ugly because it's mom and dad both trying to take control. Changes, right. Man. Depending on your work, you know, maybe you get a new job, maybe, you know... And see, that's why... That's what makes it hard. Right. But again, if you're not informed, you know, you're, you're stuck. You're just going to take it for what it is. You're just like, And, that, and that's, the, that's the thing that sucks because, like I said, these are a whole bunch of people that don't know your situation right but like, the you know, one thing you cannot know anything but the one thing that saved me was effort mm-hmm. if you aren't trying at all you're you're, you're stuck mm-hmm. if you think later yo i woke up today like yo i need to start having my daughter uh every week 
It does not fly like that. Right. Un, un, if you're going through the Court. legal system. Right. If you guys can figure something out like that, that's cool. Whatever. I'm always going to be team do not but take it to court. Like I'm it's... team don't take it to court to an extent. Right. Because for me, it was... So, to continue my story, it got to a point where I was... It was almost... She was almost two. And I'm driving up there, back and forth. At this time, I graduated. Mm-hmm. I'm working. And I wasn't making a ton of money. It was, it was tough to pay that child support. And... It wasn't like a, oh, you know, pay this when you can. It was, this is coming out your check. Regardless. Regardless. Mm-hmm. We're sending a court order to your job. That shit's huh. embarrassing, bro. And that's to the- call payroll like, hey, uh, <laughs> just so y'all know. Yeah, I know I'm like one of the only black people around here. But, <laughs> but um, you know, no, I'm, I'm a statistic. Stereotype. Right, right, yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah, just keep adding here. that on. Yeah, you know. Uh, I, black people at it again. Right. <laughs> oh, damn. Black, another, right. It's like another nigga out here. You know, and that shit was tough. But so for me, I just, I cut the account. I was like, I'm not going to give you more money because you're forcing this on me. When we had something good. How do you think she felt? You know, that's what a lot of baby daddies do. Like, as soon as you, like, I hear that all the time. As soon as a baby daddy gets put on child support, it's like, that's all you're getting. It's like, don't ask me for nothing. Everything, (laughs) because everything else is going to be tangibles. It's not going to be cash. Because I don't know what you're doing with that bread. But I also feel like it's kind of like a stab in the chest when a woman does that. So why wouldn't a man feel like, that's all you're getting? You know, now you you put me in the situation and you didn't trust me enough to be a father. No one wants to be tracked. Exactly. But honestly, I had that mentality where I was like, you know what? I got, if I laid down and had a kid with this man, I got to trust that he's going to step up and do his part. You know? Right. And like I said, I'm team no court. I'll say that all day long. But I am low-key happy that I am in the court system because I don't got to deal with the conversations. I don't got to deal Like, it's with on asking. paper. You can't say You know, that. it's already there. Like, I get child support now. It's, you know, it's what it is. It's not even... Child support isn't that great. Let me just let you know. It's never... It's like a I said, mu- it's a much they tell easier. you it's too much for the dad and not enough for the mom. And then, right. and that is truly the case. It is fair. It's right. 100%. Because it, it, and the thing is, like, I never care for child support. So my child support just becomes like my daughter's allowance is what it is at this point. You know? Um, because it's not... It's, it, it won't... It does me nothing. It's, if it's, and it's paying off. It's, like, but <laughs> to, to a dad that's in this co-parenting position, it's a... I don't know what the fuck she's doing with that money. That's not. She's not gonna take that child support and go buy some clothes or pay off this car. But I think we're in two different situations because, like, like I said, I didn't need the money, so I'm not gonna go and ask for more. You didn't need it. But that's not how we're thinking. Right. Right. That's and that and that's and that's the thing because my baby dad did ask me to take him off child support weeks after taking me to court and getting himself on child support. Mm. Like, first off, I didn't ask you to go cheat so we can break up. Like, I got to take it all the way back there. All right, like, we, we don't need to get co- to that. We don't need to get to that. <laughs> we could have been co-parenting just fine. If we you don't just, need you know, to get to kept that. Kept your penis in your, in your hands. But, oh, you know. God. And then I didn't ask you to go take me to court because you, you thought I was going to make it ugly. If I haven't made it ugly this far, why would you think I'm going to go make it ugly now? But because you, you took me to a place where I had to get war ready, this is a little at now, so you got to deal with your dish stuff. a lot stuff. of assumptions that just go in. <laughs> That's the thing. People feel like, damn, well, now I got money coming out of my check, so you definitely going to wild out and stuff. I mean, I I get it. We hear about that here and there, like, you know, in the media and stuff, but I think that's very rare. Right. I think Stafford brings up a good point. Like, you know, if I'm, you know, working with you now, I'm, I'm, I'm being honest with you, I'm being flexible and, and, and what's suitable for you, what's suitable for me. Like, you got to give me that trust to know that I'm going to do my job. And I'm not saying that, hey, you know, wait for wait for the first mess up and then go make changes. But to Rod's point, you know, it's almost as if like this, the whole theory of 
well, here's the child support. It's like, well, let me give you this confined space so now you're not you're not able to make a mistake. Even mm-hmm. if you even if you thought that it was gonna come later down the road. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and mistake I mean by like you know like financially not so right. right. That I think is kind of corny. Right. And I think that to AD's point, in, in a sense of guys, where it's like, well, now you're not getting a penny more because X Y Z. I mean, how much of that do I think is ego? How much of that do I think it's like? fear that oh they're just gonna take my money and do xyz i don't know i honestly but, to be real it it's immaturity like it definitely it, it's, is a mom and it sucks to say matures the moment that the kid is placed in our arms because we have no other choice this is a life right like i can't depend on anybody else to take care of my kid because i birthed this i put this in the world and I also say a lot of the times, because I, I said this to my friends, like, there's nobody else in this world that's going to love your child as much as her dad or his dad. And situations are different because, you know, things happen. But I, that's how I feel. I feel like the only person that's going to understand that that moment is going to be her dad. But then again, that moment has to be given to the dad too, because a lot of women get petty and be like, "I don't want him in the bathroom." That's a moment for him. Just and I'm glad you. that you just said. That. <laughs> I wanted, to, I, yeah, I want to circle this. I really want you to like finish your story. Like, I want at least both. For me, oh yeah. So I'm bringing it in. So for me, it was like, I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a extremely trying journey for me, being I was 20, turning 21 when I found out she was. Oh. I was, My boyfriend's the same age. Yeah, I was 21. And, you know, I, I just didn't know. I was finishing up school. I had did an extra semester because I was fucking around. And I was just, it was just a lot of pressure for me. Um, on top of that, I, I didn't have a job lined up. I was trying to make money quick so I could give it to her. And, you know, but for me, I was like, I got to a point, you know, fast forwarding between all of that. Because I went through the whole, you can't be in the bathroom. I went through all that. Um Fast forwarding to the point of court, it was just, I, I got to a point, I'm like, yo, Rod, you, you got some rights, bro. You got to figure it out. And I told her, I was, I gave, but my thing was, I gave her a heads up. I was like, hey, it's been almost two years. Like, if we can't figure it out, we might have to just go to court. Say, oh, no, just be patient. Give me every excuse in the book why I can't take my daughter for for an hour. Um, And that's why I say the whole trusting. I think a lot of it has to do with, like, their amongst fear in trusting the dad. Like, what is possibly going to happen? But do your due diligence. Like, and there's a way to do that. There's There are ways to go about that, right? You can ask me questions. You can come down. You, we could we can come to a mutual agreement, but it can't just be a no off rip. It's got to be a no but. And I wasn't getting a but. but it was just thing, bullshit behind it. So for me, I just, I wasn't taking it. So I was like, all right, bet. I lawyered up. Went to Cambridge. Got a lit-ass lawyer. He sat down and informed me. And the first thing I wanted to do was just get informed. I just needed to know what I could and couldn't do, right. how things should work, what I need to file, what I don't need to file. And that was a journey that I honestly went on my own. I didn't have nobody to lean on. I didn't have, like, not, a, I don't want to say I didn't have nobody to lean on, but I didn't have nobody anyone to guide experience. me, right? And no one that I had knew that went through this experience. Right. So it was like, figure it out, Rod. So I just, I, that's what I did. And my daughter was born in Lawrence, so I had to go up to Lawrence. So now I'm missing days of work, and now I'm not getting paid. And going to Lawrence, and then, but this because she was born at this hospital, she we had to go to Methuen to get this certificate and file this. It cost me this to do that. It cost me this to do that. Not knowing anything, literally just figuring out on the way. Finally, when I filed, um, I hipped her. So on my next visit, I went up. I was like, "You're gonna get a notion that we're gonna go to court because." I think this is getting to a point that it's too much. 
and it was still like excuses and this and that. Um, we were kind of going through a situation where she was, she was moving, but though she was moving, I hired a sheriff to serve her. So this is one thing I don't know why people don't do. Like, if you want to go to court, if you want to go about that, make sure you hire somebody to serve this person. Don't put that responsibility on you. I have, if they I have an interesting story about that too. If they don't, if they get served, the the sheriff's department sends a receipt to the court that mm-hmm. this person was served. They can't duck that. Mm-hmm. But if it's a here, nigga, we going to court. Like you throwing that shit on his face, he could be like, I didn't get that shit. There is no receipt of it. Legit, there right, is no receipt of it. Show up to court, like, and people don't show up to court all the time. And not only did I have my situation to learn, I started learning from the people that I was around. I had to go all the way up to Lawrence for court when we finally got the day. And because she claimed she was moving, she said she never got it. And this is why I say judges have so much power. When I So because she wasn't there, we had to go to a mediator first. I went straight to a judge because she didn't show up. He was like, where is she? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, well, what do you want? I was like, I just want visitation. In joint custody And he was like Alright go outside Call her And make sure she comes here I'm gonna give her an hour I'm like But she's not here Like He's like Nah go outside Call her and figure it out And I called her And she's like I didn't know What are you talking about I can't leave work This and that da, da, da. And he was like Alright I'll come back i come back And he was like um, I was like Yeah she can't make it He was like Alright Well um, Let's schedule it for tomorrow If she doesn't show up tomorrow then whatever you want, we're doing. Wow. Literally didn't care what she had to say. It was, she just had to be present, but literally I was just going to, he was like, write a list, whatever you want, we're going to do. And when the clerk was going, this is like, this is why like, I can't say, I, I can't, like, I can't not believe in God. <laughs> he was, he, the clerk went to go put in the date for tomorrow and the computer broke. <laughs> and he was like, Unfortunately, sir, the computer froze. We cannot book it for tomorrow, so we'll see you guys in a month. And I was like, damn. I'm like, why, bro? I'm like, yo, I'm doing everything. Like, why can I not get it? I can't get a break. Like, why, yo? Why, why, why? You know what it is? I had no idea. It's a test to how serious you are. Because that right there, you know how many men would have been like, you know what? It's just not meant to be. And and I'm going to get to that, too. (laughs) From the people that I talked to and that I saw in court, because up in Lawrence, I don't know how it is in every court... Thursdays are the days to handle custody and child support. So all the niggas, all the moms that are going <laughs> through it, they they do it all that day. And but that is limiting to people that have that are trying to get things done. You know, you imagine people that are going through certain situations, you can only deal with it once a day. And that's when they're ready to schedule you. That doesn't mean you're gonna that that's doesn't mean you're gonna make it next Thursday. So long. Right. So things go on and things just pend. And that's why I was saying A D earlier, it's like you can file whenever you want, but it's a no whole another cycle you got to wait and go through. And so we waited the month. We sat in front of the mediator and the mediator. And this again, I can't not believe in God. It was a black man <laughs> in a predominantly Spanish city. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I went in there with a suit. I never, ever enter court without a suit on. And, you know, you would be surprised at the people you see that go to court to represent themselves and speak on behalf of their children and what they want. And how they look. And Presentation is key. It matters. <laughs> These <laughs> judges are looking at it and it matters. Mm-hmm. I had do, I'm had. waiting in line. In the same lines as these dudes that... Some of these guys owe like 20 bands in child support. <laughs> Yo, they got a crazy. wall of niggas that are most wanted for niggas that right. owe bread. Wow. It's fucking crazy. Wow. It's no joke. 
And, and I feel bad because with that, it's like two situations. There's some men who just don't pay because they don't want to. And then there's some that just can't. And I'm going to get to that too, right? <laughs> because dudes are like, yo, are you a lawyer? Like, yo, help me out. I'm like, bro, I'm in the same boat as you. Like, mm-hmm. I I'm, I need help. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? How long you been doing this? Right. Tell me what you know. Right. I'm like, you look a little older. Like, you experience it. Like, man, get out of here. Like, dudes are giving, like, and it's crazy. And so... But the one thing, like I said, and I said this all the time, is I wanted to be fair. I didn't go in there and say, I want full custody. I didn't go in there and say, I need her every week. I said, every other weekend, and I want joint custody. A lot of people sleep on what that is. And you're, the mother is the, is the primary. My daughter was brought up with, with her mom. And I have to respect that because that's the reality. Mm-hmm. I cannot say I'm going to change her life setting and bring her into this because I want to. Mm-hmm. It's because I wasn't able to. I don't. I didn't have my own house. I don't have my own house. I'm not gonna bring my daughter away from something stable to bring her to this. And I want a joint meaning, though the mother's the primary. She cannot do anything without my blessing. She can't leave the state without me knowing. I have to know when, where I need an itinerary, vice versa. Mm-hmm. But where the court comes into play is things like child support. It's literally, bro. It's they don't go look into your backgrounds. They don't have your records. It's, it's a whatever piece of, you put on paper. It's a piece of paper <laughs> that you fill out. They go into the back room and they come out and say, "Here are the numbers." Bro, yeah. My baby daddy said he didn't have a job, so he can get the lease amount. You think they went checked? Do you think I'm they, calling them like he has a job? In the world of technology, <laughs> yo, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm, I'm calling them like, no, he I'm, has a job. I'm telling you, are you serious, bro? When you change jobs or if you make more money. If you do not, bro, (laughs) if you don't report it, that shit is gonna stay the same. And 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 that's like the parent, whoever the like, whoever is wants to get more money, they have to report it. Like I literally, I actually did try. If it wants to get changed at all, right, it has to be reported. And And you have to go in front of a judge. And it's so much work. I tried. I was like, you know what? I don't even care. And I and they they I almost feel like they purposely do that shit. It's Mm -hmm. like, yo, we're gonna make it as. Deal with it. That's that's how they do it, bro. Right. It was legit. Listen, here's what it is. If you guys want to do this again, you'll have to wait for another couple months on mm-hmm. this specific day, and it'll be. And they always do that. Ask crack of dawn, and this is the only time that you'll be able to figure. And it then out. it's a whole process it. to go in. You have to fill out the same papers. Right. You got to go track him down the same way. And I this to- is just setting up time. Right. We're not even in the. We're not even in parenting. <laughs> like we haven't even got into school. Um, daycares, food, right. shelter. This is just transportation. Trying to get rights and, this is and just time. trying to get to that, right? You know, and if you are not, what I see is that if you're not fair during this process, everything else is gonna go downhill. This process right here will determine your relationship, thousand percent. Like, cause, cause it gets ugly, it gets difficult, and. It's two people trying to prove that they're better than the other person. Right. Lack of a better term. Like, you know, and then, or you're trying to prove to the mom or the dad that you love your child. Right. Like, you, you want that, like, you want to see her too. Like, why, why do you get all the time? Right. Why can't I get a day or two? So it's all that. And that's why, that's why it gets ugly. Yeah. Because one, the other person always has a different opinion than what you think of yourself. Right. So, all right, so that being said, two very different stories. <laughs> I appreciate both of them because I learned a little bit. Obviously, 
you know, being your brother and, and, and watching you go through that situation. I learned a lot from you. You know, in the time that I've known your story, staff, I learned a lot from it as well. What I want to know is, and like I said to start the episode, when we see things in, on TV and the media stuff, whether it's, you know, people that we know or celebrities in, in regards of, well, you never see your child, you never do this and this, like that effort that you're saying, that mm-hmm. lack of effort, that clear negligence. As a man, I want to ask you, Rod, like, how do you feel seeing that you're doing all this <laughs> stuff and you got a computer breakdown on you? Right. You're already trying to do everything. And then it's like you got guys that are picking and choosing when they feel like giving a call to their child. You know, it's so funny that he says, I got to cut you off. I think me and you have talked about this. Me and Rodney have talked about how, like, I wish my daddy did what Rodney did. And, like, I, if we would, could be co-parents with each other, It'll be so easy. We didn't need the courts. Like I wanted what he wanted. Yeah. You know, like, he wanted what I wanted. Like it was, it would have been great. It was, it <laughs> was. When I see situations like that, it makes me wonder um, who they're going to for guidance. Mm-hmm. And completely. So agree. the first thing that I did, and that's why I, I can't not believe in God, was the lawyer that I went to, um, and the first piece of advice that he gave me. I went in there, I was like, yo, listen, straight up, bro, I don't have money to be paying you to go represent me. I was like, just tell me what I need to say. <laughs> and he was like, before we even do anything, le- legit, <laughs> legit, because these guys, they, they're they, charged from yeah. the moment they leave their office to the time that they get to court, the time that they're waiting in court, and the time that they present you. To just say what you can say yourself. Exactly. <laughs> um, but and sometimes f- you were like... No, hold on. I, I could have said that better. Yeah. So yeah, let me get up there. And that's if you go, right? Because some guys don't even go. They right. just send their lawyers. But the, that's a force. the piece of advice that he gave me was, um, before we get started, Rodney, I want you to know that this has never and will never, ever be about you. Mm-hmm. And it will never, ever, ever be about your daughter's mother. Right. And when he said that, I'm like, nigga, the fuck you mean, bro? I'm like, I'm the one doing it. He's like, cool, you're doing all that because you have to. But once you learn to separate out the fact that this is not about you mm-hmm. or her, it's about your daughter, things will go smooth. And from that standpoint, I was like, it took me a little bit of time to reflect on it. And I'm like, you know what? I get it. That's why I say you can't raise a child based off emotion. You can't. Because that's what that is. Pride, ego, that's all yeah. emotion. And when you take it and say it's about me versus her or her versus right. me. It's gonna everything goes left because now you're trying to prove this, trying to prove that, and right. so when right. I see like you know dudes like Rob Kardashian on TV wilding and <laughs> shit, like you know you pick and choose who you want to lay with, mm-hmm. right? right? You made a choice. Oh my god, I say that all the time. You like, made a you choice. You know who your baby daddy, your baby mother is. You know before that child you got know. involved. <laughs> and though this situation may change who you are towards that person, you still have to understand that there's a whole nother life that you gotta think about right it does not make sense for you to be going on tv or twitter or doing this and and blasting your daughter's mom like you don't need to be doing all that shit because your kid is going to see it eventually i never ever ever talk bad about my daughter's mother in front of her ever mm-hmm. ever i i make sure not to do that because i don't ever want her thinking oh well daddy's this and mom like for her it's she has no clue. Like, she hasn't... It hasn't completely clicked with her yet that we're not together. Right. You know what I mean? And that's on purpose. So, when dudes are wilding and not... And being negli- negligent, I'm just like, who did you talk to? Mm-hmm. Who is the person that is saying, make sure you do this, bro. Make sure you go and... You, that shit is dumb. 
I want to piggyback off of that. Um, that's that the child is in the middle. Like you, the hardest thing a kid has to do is try to pick between the mom and the dad. Right. And a child will always blame themselves. They'll always be like, I'm, I don't want, like, I don't want my dad to be mad because I love my mom. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want my mom Someone's to. Like that right. It's right. like, you know. And, and they're a kid too. Like they they may say some things in the moment and not realize, and the parent takes it personal. Right. Like, oh, I love daddy, and then the mom's like, "What you mean you love daddy?" Like they do. You gotta right. honor that. You it was tough that. when my daughter came to the realization because your daughter hasn't reached that yet. From what it sounds like, mm-hmm. that me and her dad were not together, and we will not ever be together. Like that is my biggest fear with my boyfriend now is my daughter is going through that realization. Because my daughter realized that she broke down. She literally cried for days. And her dad never saw that. I had to deal with that. I had to cope with that. Her like, why can't I sleep in bed with my mom and my dad? Why? And this is when my boyfriend moved in. Why does he have to live here? Which is a whole other dynamic. Why can't my dad be your boyfriend? Like, these are conversations that at the time, I think she was, this was around the whole custody thing, six or seven. Telling me and she's breaking. That hurts. They're honest. They're real. And that's and the thing is, like, she doesn't know that she's hurting me. And my daughter went through a lot with me because you know I went through depression with her. She seen me cry. She's seen me at my weakest. So she didn't know that that was gonna break me again and throw mm-hmm. me right back into depression to where I'm now questioning my relationship. Right. Like where I'm sitting here, like. Is this guy even the right guy to bring in front of my daughter? Right. I'm about to have a kid with this guy, too, at the time. So, and, that, and that's what I was going through, because she saw the stress. She saw me going, and she didn't know that I was going to court with her dad, but she knew that there was something going on. They just sense it. Right. You know? And that was tough. So, this is actually perfect, because this is the kind of questions <laughs> I have. So, when you and your your psoriasis you off. Guys, I want everyone to know, AD's looking so fly right now, <laughs> with these Chanel glasses on. As we okay. sit here in Rose Glen HQ. Yeah, she's straight from Hollywood. Yeah, you know I mean, she got a I black got a turtleneck headache, on, y'all. looking fly as hell. <laughs> Go ahead, girl. Ask your question, girl. So when you and Soraya's dad broke up, mm-hmm. obviously it was because of a reason, but I'm trying to word my question. So was it getting back into the dating scene for you? Mm-hmm. How was that? Was it difficult with the child now? How was it he was with a, the, the it child? It was difficult for him because him seeing me move on now hits him that it's really over. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really about to co-parent with this person. Like, there's no fixing this. And for years after, he kept calling me a lost puppy looking for my way back home. Like, that's what he would say to me, mm-hmm. those terms exactly. He's like, I'm going to let you think you're leaving. find yourself back to me. And he, it, he's just now about to have his second child. And I think it's just not that it took him so long to have another kid because he was still in that hopes. Mm-hmm. That's just me. He hears this, he'll probably have a different perspective on it. But because the the reason why we hate so much, so much is because I know there's still emotions there. Right. Um, I feel like I'm completely over it. I've moved on. I've had kids after. At the end of the day, I left. I'm the one that left. Right. You know? So it was tough dealing with him. I remember the first time I told him he couldn't kiss me on the lips after we broke up. Mind you, was still kissing on the lips until months after. <laughs> right. <laughs> because I was just so afraid to, like, cut that off. Right. Like, right. And, like, that was an argument in itself. Like, what you mean? Like, we haven't been together in, like, a year now. Like, what you mean? Right. And meanwhile, I'm dating and I'm doing all these other things. I'm still kissing my baby daddy on the lips because I'm afraid to pull that away. Right. So that was the toughest part was him 
like giving me that space. Was it difficult to break up? Because I feel like it, it it lingered. It took forever. It's not. It wasn't a over. But because of the child, right? I, absolutely. Um, the the child being involved makes him never go away. That shit is hard. So man. that's what that is. He's not going anywhere. Like you break up with a boyfriend now, there's no reason to stay. So right. ask to for him to ask you any questions. There's no reasons for you to ask him any questions. There's no right. reason to see him. There's no reason to call. Y'all can both change each other's number, and you'll never talk to each other again. Having a child in the middle of it, I today don't have his number, but he has my number. You know, I can get into contact with him some way, somehow, you know, because my daughter's involved. You but know? does the child make you guys want to stay together? Like, I feel like couples stay I've, together because now there's a child involved, I've so we have to make it work. Like um, not so like much that. with him um, because of, I guess, the time in my life I was and me already have been lingering that relationship it should have ended before i even ever got pregnant mm-hmm. um actually we were broken up didn't talk to each other for two weeks then i found out i was pregnant wow. that brought us back together so we would have been broken up if the baby didn't if i didn't show, end up pregnant we would have never have talked to each other to this day type of thing so why did you and let me know if it's like sometimes too much but so you said you guys broke up when soraya was one yeah so what took it over a year because you went through pregnancy and right, then you right. went for a year with her and what that's kept that, y'all still trying and after that's so long? that's what answers your question I, we broke up haven't talked to each other for two weeks i found out i'm pregnant now we got to figure out are we gonna have this kid mm-hmm. and i set it up three abortion appointments wow thank god i didn't have it because i love her to death she's my pride um she's amazing Right, I she, love all she, kids. Right, and I especially even, when you were, were broken up, like right, and know. I was like, I made three appointments, they didn't go, and I, I think we didn't even like drive to the Boston Clinic. We just kept making these appointments because at the time I was seventeen, wow. it just sounded or seemed like the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, we never really like pursued it, and I feel like me being pregnant kept us together that extra two years. Yeah, because it would have been done over. We were, I. I to this day, probably we would probably be better friends today if I didn't have her because oh, yeah. we didn't have to go through that. But um, yeah, that's what kept us together. We had to we try to fight that extra year, and then I finally was like, you know what? I need to be a better woman for my daughter, and the only way I can do that is not being in this relationship. Mm-hmm. But now because I went to, through that with him, went through my daughter going through that um, stage where my daughter finally realized that we were broken up is what now keeps me in the relationship I'm in now longer. Right. I'm fighting harder because I don't want to go through that again. Right. You know, um, both of my youngest daughters are two different ages. And it's and the thing is, I always like kept telling myself with my oldest of the two youngest, like, I got to break up soon before she realizes. Like, I should end this now before she realizes. Then you go back and forth between hurry up and end it before she notices and she gets used to it. To no, I gotta get. I didn't give my oldest that extra time. I didn't, you know. So those are the things I go back and forth with now. It's like my daughter, my oldest, never got that little experience of me and her dad living in the same house, sleeping together, us three in the same bed, because we were young, both living with our parents. Mm -hmm. Where now my middle daughter has had that experience, right? Is comfortable with that experience, and that's what I don't want to take away from her now. So. It's, it was easier with my first. It's harder with my second. And my kids is what keeps my second relationship. Like, we have a reason to fight for it. So, you know? for me, like, in college, I feel like mainly, 
like finding a boyfriend da, 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 always having that checklist it's like i was like i would never talk to someone with a kid like <laughs> i don't want to be the second mom i want to be the first da, da, da. and it took like obviously meeting someone to understand like that doesn't even matter so now that that's like something i don't care about hold on i want to say something to that because yeah. my second baby daddy has had a kid before me mm-hmm. and when dating at that time before meeting him, I was like, you know, I want someone that has a kid because he'll understand what I'm going through. Right. Now that I am with someone that has a kid it's like it's and I'm dating again, I'm, I don't want that uh-huh. because there's a control of somebody else being in your relationship. It's already hard enough for me and another person. Right. Now I got this baby mother and not only is his baby mother, it's not even my boyfriend now's baby mother that's involved. It's his family because to them, she was before me, mm-hmm. and she's a priority. Right. Where I want to be a priority. Mm-hmm. So that's... So what you saying, like, you wouldn't have, if I had to give you advice, I would say hold off. Right. <laughs> Don't date someone with a kid, because it's hard. <laughs> you know? I, I, I totally understand. I'm just now, I'm very more open about it, and... But that's also what my question is to you guys is kind of like, how do you feel about, so now you and your, your child's father or child's mother broke up. How do you feel about someone new coming in? Doesn't mean they have to have a kid or whatever, but how do like you go about that? Like from side or my side? Like from my baby daddy having a girlfriend or It me? doesn't, whatever works. Like if I'm starting to date someone who has a child and he, and they broke up and now I'm in the picture and there's a like now there's a baby mother now there's a child it's like i wonder how it feels for the mother to see now there's a new female in the picture and how it feels for him now i have a a new woman who's not the mother of my child that's tough to answer so there are two scenarios right two common scenarios it's one either they weren't together ever at any point and they had a kid Mm -hmm. or they were together and they had a kid i think i feel so i can speak to both of those okay if you don't mind because my boyfriend now and his baby mother was never in a relationship and they had a kid and then me and my my boyfriend and my baby dad my first one so as the mother i feel like i have to trust my baby daddy that he's gonna bring somebody that's positive to my daughter and as a mom i gotta co-sign in that i gotta make sure right you know like so i have to be involved like i don't get along with not I don't have a relationship with my baby daddy's girlfriend or my boyfriend's baby mother, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, because, um, not because I don't want to, because I, I think I should. I reached out to both females. It's just, I know for every single person it's different. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard to step into something because me and my baby daddy had something already established. We now have a kid together. You're stepping in and you got to fit in. Where right. you fit in, you know. <laughs> it's like an interview. Like, like can you, you can, fit in with us? <laughs> right. Like, you got to be a positive role model to my daughter. That me as a mom thinking that, and then the dad is thinking you got to accept me because I have a child. Right. This is a part of my package. Is either take it or leave it. She ain't going nowhere. Right. I think that's the easier <laughs> part is being like, like you said, he has to accept. The person has to accept the child, and I think that's the easier part. Than, it's easier to than the mother or father being like, "I don't like her." No, like, no, 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 no. It's what? no accepting. So accepting the child means you have to accept the mother. No, I'm saying you have, no, I do. Not like, that accept, you have to accept the mother. You have to accept the situation. No, I'm saying because if I accept situ- that, but the mother of the child doesn't no, like no, no, me. No, no, that no. sucks. So no, that's, no. So that is a very valid point. 
So by but situation, that's... when I say situation, I'm saying you have there's a mother that is involved as well. Right. Mm-hmm. You have to accept that too. You don't, but though you may be willing to accept, you don't know how receptive they're going to be to that. Hold on, exactly. hold on, Rodney. So Not only a... do you have to accept the mother of the child, you got to accept whatever custody situation it is. If you're coming into a relationship and it's an everyday routine for it to be family on Friday, you as a woman, you're going to be like, why you got to go chill with your baby mother every Friday? Right. And you got to accept that you can't change that because that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's, you can't come in and hard. be like, oh, I'm about to shake up this whole thing because now <laughs> I'm the girlfriend. That's what I'm saying by situation. Like, it's a, you gotta you have to be a very secure woman to walk into any type of co-parenting situation because the mom, the baby mother accepting you is the easy part. <laughs> mm. You know, interesting. Either she does or she doesn't. It's the easy part. Uh, I think so because it's just an acceptance. If she if you don't like it today, I wouldn't, I wouldn't she's eventually going to deal with you because you're not going anywhere. It's you deciding to but, stay but, because of whatever situation. But Stafford, right. to your point. That person doesn't have to accept it. Except they don't what? have to accept or even establish a relationship with you if you're stepping in as a new girlfriend. But at the end of the day, it's not the baby mother's choice if the dad's gonna stay with this girl or not. But if dad has a routine with with baby mom and mom, and now he has a girlfriend, and that routine may need to change, or that's something that they need to accept. Like or the mother of the child has to accept. The mother of the child has to. That's what right. it is. That, that's but, why I say it gets sticky based on what it is. Right. So to Stafford's point, like. But that's the thing, though. It shouldn't be if it's an everyday routine. I'm going to side with the baby mom. Like, why? Because you got a girlfriend. We got to change things up now. So I'm not. I'm not saying that that I has think to happen. It has to be an approach. It doesn't have to happen, approach. right? I'm just saying that it is. It makes things more complicated. And, and, and because until, access. especially, it depends on what phase of their journey that they're in. Right. If they have an infant. He, they may be broken up, but he might be very involved mm-hmm. or very distant. And you don't know, again, there's, there's two people to this, right? If she's receptive to him being, wanting to be very involved and he just, she just pushes him away or is she okay with that? Does she have her own situation that's going on as they're an infant? And how does he take that? And does he, is he saying, okay, be my lady because this is going to piss them off. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I think that goes back to the you whole don't know. raising with emotions. Like, first off, if you're going into a relationship with a man and he makes you feel at all like, not, no, if, if you're going into a relationship with a man and the woman is making you feel uncomfortable, there might be more to that story. Because, Absolutely. Because no, like, and I tell men this all the time, women don't just act crazy. Like, we're provoked. We're provoking creatures. Like, that's another, another story, topic. But, uh, no, y'all, but y'all crazy. On, Alyssa, honestly, like, y'all do, crazy. do we really just go crazy? Like, it's something Especially that in to, that situation. It is, it, a lot of it has to do with our gut. A you lot know of, how women have A lot that of gut? women are crazy. No, I get it. I get it. Okay, a lot right. of women I just are, wanted to hear you say that. But she's okay. saying you shouldn't feel uncomfortable crazy. if that situation's over. Right, you know like, it's over. Right. Like, with, the, with me and my baby daddy, like, when he. Mind you, he hopped in a relationship within hours of us breaking up, <laughs> but still wanted to tell me how I can and cannot move on. Like, you know? So, and from day one... No more shades, stuff, right? Leave him out of it. All right. From day <laughs> one, I accepted her because at the end of the day, it's not about me and him. It's about my daughter and her. He, she didn't disrespect my daughter. She didn't... My daughter likes her. So what reason do I have not to? Ooh, so let and me, that's because I was over it. Let me, me tell you. Not being over it would have been, like, been a whole different So yeah. this is why it's important 
to understand the dynamic. If um, a, a mother and a father are were together and they split, the next person that that mother may be with might be expecting a lot or, or a little based on what the status is between the mother and the father. Mm-hmm. If you are a father... And you and your and uh, you were in a previous relationship. You guys are no longer together, and you're not doing a lot. The next person that comes along in her life is going to play a huge role. But to Stafford's point is that that they may be asked to play a huge role, but they will never ever be able to fulfill it because that's right, that's right. the spot of a Key. father. Yep, you I always tell a man, you my cannot, daughter doesn't need a dad. You <laughs> cannot be a dad. You right. are a stepdad right. or a stepmother. Right. And it's not about, does she let me do her hair or does he is he okay if I take him out? It, it, it's not. It's, does that person have a relationship with you and are they accepting of you? Mm-hmm. Right. And that is difficult for ki- some kids. Mm-hmm. Like, my daughter's tough. She don't just let, she don't even my like, middle she, daughter she don't even tough. like to play with Cliff. <laughs> right. She really That's her is uncle. tough. I'm like, ah. Oh. She tells Cliff you're loud and you're rough. Like, you know what I mean? It's it's difficult, right? So that kid, and again, that depends on the phase they are in that life. Because Noe didn't start coming down until she was two. So because of that, she started to have a personality and this and that. Learning and herself. when she started coming down, she didn't even really fuck with me. She only fucked with my parents. So it was tough for me to be like, I'm your dad. Like, accept me. Like, yeah. I'm here. It was... No, Rod, you need to establish a relationship with her. Mm-hmm. And that's the first step. Right. If, and that, again, that's depending on the dynamic. Mm-hmm. The dynamic was, we are not together. I had my situation. She had her situation. So it was very, it was very parsed, very separate. From so, day one. So, so for off rip, it was like, we can have our own life here. And you will have your life there. And the only time those worlds collide is when you need something. So when... So she knows when there's a life event. Like, my daughter called me the other day, like, to Stafford's point, and this shit breaks my heart. She called me 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm on the train. And she's like, Daddy, why don't you pick me up from school? And I'm like, fuck. She's starting to realize it. I'm like, fuck, yo. She's like, she's getting hip. Like, what the fuck do I say? And I was like, well, you know, baby, it's tough because I don't drive to work. So I can't. She's like, well, then they just take the car. They, like, got quick, smart, they got quick. They got quick answers. Bro. It's like they well, know they're already hip. But why and, can't you just drive? And I just hear her, mo- and she's I'm on speaker, and her mom's just in the back, like, uh, like she doesn't know what to say either. Mm-hmm. But realistically, I cannot drive up to Lowell to pick her up after school unless I want to. You know, first of all, I don't even got a whip. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's get that out the way. Like, you know what I mean? So it's it's just not easy at all. And I'm sure if you told her that, she'd be like, well, then just go buy a car. She'd just go buy a car. <laughs> right, because all she sees is, well, when I come to daddy's house, he buys me this, he buys me that. So you got money, nigga, so go, go buy, buy this. Car. And that's <laughs> And that's the thing, too. I with, spoiled the shit out of her because... Yeah. That's the thing with, with my myself, with my too. kids, too. I, I, let their, <laughs> I let their dads build their, their dream worlds. Like, you know, as a dad, you build this... You this have to. fairy tale, like, lifestyle that you, you got... And my daughter be coming home like, yeah, my daddy bought me this, my daddy bought me that. I'm like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. Can't even pay child one. <laughs> I told Stafford no, right no more shade. I told Stafford no more shade. But like uh, I said in the beginning, uh, I'm going to get all my shades out. Like. No, no more. No more shade. <laughs> but, but the thing is, like, you know, that's my, that's what I'm saying, though. Those, You know how hard, like, here I am throwing all this shade. 
Imagine how hard it is to not throw that shade in front of my daughter because I got so much shade that I want to throw. In, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I know as a dad, you you're can't. building this fairy tale world and you got just like, oh, that's... It's tough. Chuck a smile on. It's like, oh, that's great. It's tough. Like, oh. It's tough because <laughs> you know? we don't have all that time. Like, for me, I have, like I said, I have a real, like, when I sit back and think about it, I have it twice a month right. for like a day and a half. And that, that and you have to build an entire relationship right. and a bond and a connection. And if the child is not necessarily receptive to that, you may be doing something wrong or that's just a tough kid. Mm-hmm. You know, they may not just let anybody in. Their personalities, they're, they're going through changes every day. But the thing too with a kid, and my dad brought this point up, um, a kid has a comfort zone, like a comfort home, a home that you call home. Mm-hmm. You know what it is. Like, I know growing up, my mom always told me, like, it's nothing like being at your mom's house, like I, like being home. Right. Like, you can go live with your aunt, go call, you know, DS, when I was right, right. to call DSS, go ahead, go live with a stranger. You ain't right. going to just pop a fridge open right. when you feel like it. That's that's the thing. Like, my dad always told me, like, you know, don't be tough on her because she has to balance between coming to our house and going to her dad's house. And my daughter's been doing it consistently her whole life. Mm-hmm. Here she is 10. And I know she still doesn't have a place she calls home home because she's been bouncing back and forth so right. much. But I think it's my parents' house because that's where she grew up. So that's where with your, you're building a relationship with your daughter. That's what you got to see. Like, and that's you got to get her comfortable in your home first. It's tough be, like when you know people, oh, you just going to spoil her. It's it's hard not to. No no I'm, no I no I know but I'm but but it, there's a there's a because method behind the is, madness. It's because it, what you it's what you feel is is your way in. No, it's not. Well, yes, <laughs> but it's different when they have something that's theirs. Do you understand right, what I'm right. saying? No, bro? I get it. For them, it's like, oh no, I go to daddy's house. I have my own toys. Right. So I'm okay here. I'm good here. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when she comes home to all this. And she's like, I right, yo, like I, I know I have two places where I'm right. I'm good. And if they come and it feels like a visit, it's tough. That, that relationship will never get established. And that's what's right. tough about the lack of visitations. Like if you don't get consi- like get a child always needs consistency. So yeah. yes, it might be every other week, but she knows she'll eventually know how to calm down those every other week. She'll feel it. It'll come natural to her. Like my daughter now, like for there's no com- conversation. Like, Friday comes. She, I come home. She's, I know she's not going to be home if I come home l- late from work. Because it's Friday. So, it's, it becomes a natural routine. And that's why I feel like she's getting comfortable. But there was that point where Rodney's daughter and Rodney was go- is going through what they're going through about getting to that point. Everybody has it. It's a part of co-parenting. Trying to get her in a routine that she knows and is comfortable with. So, all right. So, I got a question for the both of you. <laughs> different, different. From a female's perspective, I want to hear from you, Stephanie. From a male's perspective, I want to hear from you. Being, and, and AD kind of touched on it a little bit too, being that other person, okay? You have a partner, um, and they have another child, and, and assuming that... Fuck, man. Why y'all got to ask this? Assuming that... Well, no, just... No, I'm fucking with you. Be a little bit lighter, but assuming that, you know, the child's mother or the child's father is still in the picture, what is the kind of advice that you would give... You know, another woman. What's the kind of advice you would give another man? Like I, you know, I come to you and I say, Yo, Rod, listen, you know, I'm really feeling this girl, this and this, and you know, she has a child. Obviously, I know, you know, you being in a relationship and you have a child, you know, with someone else. You know, what's some advice you can give me? I like this. You want to go? Or you want me to go first? I mean, I'm not a woman, so um, imagine eighty. <laughs> the only thing I would say is. 
make a relationship with a child first. First and foremost. That's my exact first answer. Right. That's key. Like, you don't owe anybody, like, because my, my, like I said, my boyfriend's um, entered this relationship with a daughter who I eventually had to take on full time. It is the, it, to this day, we don't have a relationship, to tell you the truth. And like, she lived with me for three years. Because to her, she was here first. You know, and and that's even if, when and that's the point in the life where you took her in, right? You know what I'm saying? If she's two, three, that's different. But if she's no, five, no, six, seven, eight, that's a whole nother mentality that she has. The thing, the thing, it's a girl, right? And a girl is difficult right. too. And that's what I was saying. Like the thing is, it doesn't even matter when you take her on in your life. It's to her, to like I said, to a child, everything to them is I. There's, there's a thing, it's a psychology thing where kids about t- up until a certain age only reflects on things as self. Like, the only, me, I, me, me. I did wrong. I caused this. I, it's all I to them. They don't see it as it being anybody else's fault but themselves. So, me taking in my stepdaughter, to her, I was stepping into her world, but in reality, she was stepping into my world. But, you know, I had to give her her time, her space, and it's, it's honestly all on that parent as well. Like it is, it was her dad's responsibility to build her in comfortably, mm. to make her know like you're coming into our life, and you know, like she's gonna respect you, but you gotta respect her as well. Right. You know, because kids will come in and be like, I, I don't owe nobody no explanations. I'm the kid. Right. But that's all on based on how that parent you know relates it to them. Because with my daughter, my oldest daughter, I never made her feel like she had to choose between me and the other woman. Like, it's, does she respect you? Is she taking you out? Is she doing this? Do her and dad argue in front of you? Because those are the things I want to know. Like, how are they behaving in front of her? How are they treating her? Because at the end of the day, she's the common, the modern, I can't even talk. Denominator. Yeah. I got you. I got you. <laughs> she's the common in this. Like, she's the one that matters. Not how I feel or how he feels or how she feels. It's about the child. First thing, first and foremost, you want to, Make a, that, that's gonna determine as well where the relationship's gonna go, cause if it's a, if I if it becomes where I gotta pick between my kids and this new man, understand it's gonna be the kid all day long, <laughs> yeah. and that's what a lot of people don't realize. Even as a dad, like don't put a dad in a situation where he gotta pick his own kid, cause let's say he doesn't pick his kid, and he Jeez. picks you. Now you gotta question this whole. Yeah, now that's a sign in itself. Like right. now, yeah, now you gotta sit here and be like, are you ready to be a dad to my kids? What if this happens to me and you and our right. kid? So that's a whole like you know, and that's another. That's what I was saying earlier, where you know who you lay with before you lay with him. The signs are all there. Mm. You know, if you're making him make decisions and you people change, but you go ahead. No, people, I'm saying people. I'm just, that's what I'm saying. I don't think people change. Have, like, you can be two great people when you have a child and it just doesn't work. Right. It right, right. It simply doesn't work. It, it happens. It anything crazy. It happens. And, no, it, no. and it's situational too. Like, you know, there are cases where we just laid down one time or, you know. No, but whatever. what I'm saying I'm a, is. I'm a before I'm leaving abstinence now, but whatever. <laughs> no, but, but what I'm saying is it's like, <laughs> it's not, it's because I, I, I tell this to people and people have argued with me about it. It's like, it's, sim- it's as simple as, you know. Because you can lay with somebody and you're having their first child, so you don't know what it is for them to be a parent. But it's on how they handle certain situations in life. Right. Because those are going to determine how they handle certain situations when it comes to your child. Because at the end of the day, raising a kid, you're raising them off of your own experience and what you've decided to do with your life. So the person you are, reflect, your children reflect on that. And everybody says it. My kid, I always want my kids to be better than me. But I'm teaching my kid 
how to handle situations the same way I would handle them. Mm-hmm. So if you're handling them immaturely, that's what you're going to teach your kid. If you're not taking life seriously, then you're teaching your kid not to take life seriously. If you're not going to work, you don't have a daily routine, then your child's going to be like, I don't got to go to school every day either because you stay home all day. Why can't I be like you, mom and dad? You know what I'm saying? Like, I say this all the time. School to a kid at a young age is like work to an adult. Like, we got to get up and we got that routine of going to work. So you got to get your kid in that routine to go to school. It's just as much... It's just as much the, the kid's responsibility as it is the parents to get to school, to wake up, to know, like, and that's where I'm at with my daughter right now. She's at that point. She's about to go into middle school. Like, I have to let you start waking yourself up by yourself because when you're 24, I'm not going to be your alarm to wake you up. Like, time to go to work. So you got it. Those are all, that's what I'm saying. Like, those characteristics, those ca- go ahead, Ronnie. Characteristics? Yep. I got you, mama. All determined. <laughs> How your kid will be, how your parent, and that's a part of a relationship. You're trying to figure this out from your partner. So if they're immature, they have anger issues, that's all going to fall in how you're going to co-parent with this person. If that ends up being and what it stepping is. stepping into that world. So huh? it's to step into that world. So, you know, to, to get to your question, Cliff, it's, first of all, it's a, it's a difficult question to answer because there are so many layers to it. Right. You know, but in its simplest form, Assuming that you're uh, you're willing, stepping into that role as a boyfriend, girlfriend, into a person that has a relationship with whatever, I'm assuming that that person is not as um, intimately involved, and I say intimate very loosely, with the, the person that they have a child with. Meaning... It is very scheduled based. It is not as like, hey, you know, I'm going to go spend a few hours and stay at their spot or, you know, it's, you know, their world and our world. So that's the first thing. And if it's if that is not the case, it's difficult to step in because that's a dynamic that is so hard to break or change. And you got to kind of figure out, are you that kind of person? That's are you willing to that? be OK? Right. With that's that, what right? the security thing happens. So it, it's tough. So assuming that that is not the case, right? Assuming that it's just two different worlds, the first thing is, where is this kid in their life, right? Is this mm-hmm. an infant? Is it a newborn? Because mm-hmm. you also have to understand, if it's a newborn, you're really not going to see him or her that often. Mm-hmm. If it's a five-year-old, it's a little bit more playful. It's a little bit easier to kind of work your way in, you know, and then... A, when they start to see you, like Staff was saying, it's important what they see, how you two are interacting because your child's going to pick up off of that. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're like, why are you guys always fighting? You know, it will never work. Like, uh, uh, You got to pick- be really ready to step into that world. And the first thing at its simplest form is where are they? And are you willing to build a relationship with them? And can you build a relationship with them? And building relationship does not mean be mom. Right. You cannot be that person's mom ever. <laughs> you cannot be that person's dad ever. Right. And the thing ever, is, ever, too- ever, ever. And, and parents that. And this is if parents really misconstrue what that is. And this is if the other, the child's mother or father, still in the picture. No, it doesn't. They don't. Whether they are or not. Right. But if I will say this from from what I have seen, people that. I have been in a relationship with the the child, the parent of their child, and then splitting. Okay, it is extremely difficult for the next person that comes in, for whoever is the primary, because they're expecting that role to be filled. If you are a mother and you have a child with your man, and you guys split, and you the next man comes in to your life, 
it that next man cannot be a dad. Mm-hmm. That parent cannot that person cannot be a dad because until unless the child is willing to accept them as a dad. Mm-hmm. But at the very least, you can establish a relationship with that child. That child is comfortable with you. That child trusts you. Mm-hmm. That child looks for you to guidance. You know, you're you're teaching this child. You're 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 you, the child trusts you. Like these are things that you got to do, and you could do it many different ways. It's not about oh, is this is this kid gonna listen to me? Like that is not a relationship. You know, I what think I'm a lot of people go into relationships expecting to be a mom or a dad. And that that's, needs to that's break. the wrong approach. That's that needs because, to break. You can and, never ever replace right. that. Right. And to piggyback off what you said earlier, like when like let's say I break up with my boyfriend and I go into a relationship, my kids are automatically gonna be team mom. So if they see that we're arguing, they as your child they're gonna feel like they gotta protect you. Same with the dad. Like you go you're sitting there with their them and their dad and you start yelling at their dad, they're going to automatically feel some type of way because you're coming at their father exactly. or their mom. They see that so and those they are recognize the type of things big time. you got to put into consideration. Like That's why I said it's important to have a relationship with the kid first because if you build that relationship with the kid, then you yelling at their dad, they're already going to understand because they know that you love their dad because that's what you told mm-hmm. them when you was building that relationship. Mm-hmm. They're going to just be like, you know, just like then. They know they got to get yelled at when they're doing something wrong, so they're going to assume daddy's doing something wrong right. because he's, she's yelling at him. So that's why I said that relationship with the kid is first. Right. Because if you don't have that relationship and that kid's not understanding your approach on things, they're, they're going to build that wall and shut off, exactly. and then the whole relationship is going to be difficult. And it's also hard because some people might want to... Like you might find someone that's like really dope, but they have a child, right? And it's like don't get don't get lost in trying to, for lack of better terms, impress this child right. to gain <laughs> that love from this person, right? Like you have a connection with this person. This child is an element of their life, mm-hmm. and in order to be part of this this reality, you have to play a certain role, not the role. Do you know what I'm saying? You I think can't key, replace the mom. key to that is be yourself. Because if you try to pretend somebody to be somebody that you're not, it'll, the kid is gonna work. pick up on that, and they're gonna and that's gonna shut them down too. Yeah. Like my three year old will call you fake in a heartbeat. Yeah. Like they, you're they being know. way too nice. They know. They <laughs> Something's know. up. They know. <laughs> I mean, it's it's interesting, man. I, I've I've never dated someone, or I've never dated or talked to anyone that has a child but I can honestly only imagine if I was in that situation that you know I met someone um, and they were telling me about that of like hey listen I think it's at that point now where you're ready to be my yo that's mad pressure for me also I also want to say like don't wait I know a lot of parents will like will be like oh I want to wait to introduce my child that's something that should be done in the beginning stages like once you feel like don't you don't want you don't no Ronnie you don't agree well maybe because I know my kid if my kid was like yo who my kid would be like yo who are you but you gotta you who the hell are you you right but you gotta yeah what happened to that chick that came by right like no no right like why first of all why are you kissing my dad (laughs) relax but that's the thing though you shouldn't be in a relationship you it's something that you know in the beginning i'm not saying like the first week i'm talking about like first like after the first 90 days like fourth month we should be thinking about introducing the child because within the 90 days if you're Rodney, going over a year I hear you yeah like, like but I'm saying like, no, like, 90 that's... days though is a good enough time I'm to, not expecting to, to... a man to show me for like a solid 6 months like 
three months until I even let you smash. Another three until I meet your kid. Like, right. But the thing is, like, it's it's important because I said, you know he got a key because you know sure you know you know how much harder, he's not playing games out here. You know how much harder it is to um, fall in love with somebody that then have them meet your kid and both of them don't like each other and they're not getting along. That's a tough thing to to, to put up. Like oh. I now have to break this up. I'm all no, madly in love you. with you, and I gotta break this off because you and my kid just can't get along. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not sitting here saying like have him come sleep over not, be a day ninety one. Like, just yeah, exactly. Just, there are ways to go. So you about don't it. know that there's a significant other. Right. There's a way bring, to go about yeah, it. It can't just be a, dropped on them. Right. Like, Yo, this is the new shorty, or this is the new <laughs> right, dude. Right. So I'm just not accept saying, it, child. Sleep, like, nah. Sleep that over. Have him move in on day ninety one because now you feel like you know he's a good mm-hmm. man. I'm talking about. Bring them, bring them into a group event, like yeah, a birthday party. You know, just have because the vibe, your you know, vibes is everything. Right. I'm, I'm so like team vibe, like vibe is everything. Like I, I can meet somebody and just know, you know, you just know, you know if it's gonna yeah. rub off right and if it's yeah. not because that's that's important. You don't want to be over here mad in love with somebody right. and you're just like, how am I gonna bring the two together? And um, close us off, Ron. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna close this out with this. Uh, well, two things. The first <laughs> thing is this: if the person that you're dealing with is like, "Yo, I could, I could see you as a mom with to my kid, or I could see you as a dad," to question that person, right? Because they're looking question for the a mom or a dad. Person. Question the fuck out of that person because they're mad. They're confused. on a job interview. <laughs> they are confused. Question the shit out of that person. The like, second thing is, you know, what I'm saying, don't have sex unless you're married. You know what I mean? <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. Straight up. We're gonna wrap up. Um, don't have sex. Protection is everything. We should end don't have with sex. Protection. Don't have sex. 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 Um, I want to shout out Rose Glenn Ent uh, real quick because we uh, we in the new studio today, um, and that's my brother. So I gotta I gotta shout him out. You know, one time. So if you need if you need a podcast, pull up, hit me up. I'm gonna tag oh, the shit nice. out of him, anyways. Um, so please, please, please let me know if you if you're trying to start something or if you even want to come on. If you want you know, pictures? You know, like, if you want, oh, you I need? forgot my fault. Yo, my fault. My fault. My fault. My brother. My brother John does it all. All right. You got a wedding? Pull up. You got a music video? Pull up. What, what you got? Your, your your newborn and your baby daddy needs some. You trying to let's, record a record? A newborn, pull up. Baby daddy, new shorty. Whatever it is that you need, let us know because uh, Rose Glenn Ent does it all. Um, so I want to say he thank you to staff. Got an official studio here. You know yeah, legit. I was really impressed. It's, it's legit out here. Mm-hmm. So uh, shout out to staff for coming on. Thank you for um, having me. This is know, fun. It's dope. This was one of the episodes where it was like, yo, we're thinking about this. I was 100 like I'm on this. Yo, like, me and Stafford talked about this a grip ago. Me and Rodney get drunk. We ha- I have to say this. <laughs> I don't drink. I don't drink, guys. <laughs> just debate, and we all. It doesn't matter what we're starting to talk about. We'll always come back to this cool parenting yeah. thing. Like, no, but I'm a mom. No, but I'm a dad. <laughs> it always comes to this. So, but it's always love. Um, so shout out to Ad Cliff for the questions. Um, I don't really open up about this so much, so it's kind of weird for me. But well, I'm glad that I was here to support you. Yeah, this it. is the first time. And thank you, Safa, for, for and I for and it's 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 something that a lot more people. I told I told Rodney this when we were talking about this topic. A lot of people go through this, and like he said, I know a lot of dads that don't know who to go to and handle situations. You know, and you can you can have a girlfriend, but your girl is never gonna understand. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody's ever gonna understand what you're going through. Unless you've gone through it, mm-hmm. like I have, my sister's a mom. She ain't dealing with the same situations I am. She can never understand. She'll never get it. You right. know what I mean? Rodney has his own situation. Cliff and Ad, 
are not parents and they'll never understand. I can tell them the story until I'm blue in the face. They'll never understand. Right. So that, that's the importance of this conversation for people to relate, understand you're not the only one out there. And get everybody's... Informed, man. Right. Yeah, that's one thing I learned, man. Google is everything. Yeah, and stop There's, having sex. I was going to say, yeah. birth control. Stop yeah, stop having sex. Kids is a beautiful uh, thing. I'm I all about I love kids. Y'all. Like, my kids give me strength. They motivate me. My so, daughter's my world. Yeah, like, regardless, like I said, like, I thought about, you know, abortions were my first, but I'm grateful she's here. So, it happens for a reason. So, understand that first. Like, your kids are here to make you a better person. Facts. So. On that note. Yes. It's another one in the books for the podcast. We'll be back with another episode. Cliff did not want me to close that shit. I was trying to close it, OD. Nah, go ahead. Do your thing. We out. We out. Woo!